Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our gardens. Each month we'll be looking at a different bird, and this month we'll be looking at the wonderful garden songster, the sensational blackbird. Of all the birds that might call your garden home, the male blackbird is about the easiest to identify. He is literally the glossy back bird with the bright golden beak. Although the female shares his chunky physique, she's chocolate coloured. Their bossy behaviour around the garden also gets them noticed. When either of them spots another blackbird trespassing on its territory, it swoops in, issuing a scolding chick 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 as it lands, tail cocked and wings dropped, and goes on the warpath to see off the intruder. While a pair of blackbirds has a brood of chicks to feed, you often see parents running and hopping over the lawn, scouring the short grass for earthworms and insects. Occasionally one stops, head tilted to stare at the ground, before plunging its beak into the grass, tugging out a worm, then flying back to the nest with a beak full of squirming food for the family. Sometimes you will even hear a blackbird rummaging vigorously through the leaf litter, looking for small invertebrates to eat. Even when you can't see any blackbirds, you're bound to hear them. They loudly cackle kook 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 as they fly off after being disturbed and have the last word as night falls as they retire to roost, accompanied by a noisy tick 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 calls. In spring and summer, the male blackbird wakes up before sunrise to lead off the dawn chorus and is often still singing its melodic song from the top of the tallest tree or post long after the sun has gone down. A woodland bird, the blackbird appreciates the cover and food provided by garden shrubs and hedges. No sooner have the berries begun to ripen and turn red on the trees and bushes and in hedgerows than blackbirds are snaffling them all up starting with cherries, then rowan, before honeysuckle and hawthorn. Only when they start to pilfering raspberries and strawberries do gardeners get a bit fed up with them. Because blackbirds naturally eat a wide variety of food, insects and other invertebrates, fruits and seeds, you'll find that they are attracted to mixtures that have a little of all of these in them. As a specialist feeder, they need a specialist food. So if you like the rich sound of blackbirds singing from your chimney in an evening, try Peter and Paul in full song, but place the food close to the ground on a ground feeder tray. They don't like using hanging feeders. The distinctive male blackbird cannot be confused with any other British bird. His plumage is jet black with an orange yellow bill and eye ring. The females are brown, often with dark mottling on the breast, and have a darker bill than the male, sometimes almost completely brown. Juveniles are similar to females, but with a stronger mottling on the underparts and a dark bill. From August, young males start to resemble adults, but will still have some brown on the wings and a darker bill. Young blackbirds fresh out of the nest have beautiful warm tone plumage. Juvenile males tend to be darker than juvenile females, and this is particularly noticeable across the wing and tail feathers. These young birds begin their first molt from July onwards, replacing most, though not all, of their feathers. The body feathers and some of the wing feathers are replaced, and as the molt progresses, some rather unusual looking plumages may be seen, some of which prompt phone calls to the RSPB asking to identify this mystery bird. 
The adult feathers that appear are usually paler than those that will follow in subsequent moults. In young males, for example, the feathering is not as black as in the older individual, and additionally, many of the breast feathers will be edged with brown. Once the moult has ended, you should still be able to spot young birds, notably males, as the paler brown-coloured wings contrast with the darker body plumage. The moult from juvenile to adult plumage takes just over a month on average. The colour of the beak and the eye ring are also useful features by which a bird can be aged. In juveniles both are dark in colour and remain so for some time after the adult plumage has been acquired. Some young males acquire an off yellow base to their bill by September but others may carry a dark bill through to the following spring. A yellow bill and eye ring are usually obtained before or during the first breeding season and once attained remain as the bird ages. Bill colour is strongest during the breeding season and older individuals tend to be more strongly coloured than younger ones. Plague birds with unusual plumage, typically involving some white feathering, are reported from time to time by garden bird watchers. If you encounter one, do submit the record to the BTO's Abnormal Plumage Survey, details of which can be found on the BTO's web pages. blackbird song is liquid gold, probably the best among our garden birds and certainly a close second to the nightingale. Of all the thrushes the blackbird is a real virtuoso, delivering a beautiful mellow melodious and flute-like song at a leisurely pace. The song usually finishes with an out-of-character harsh cackling or rattling phrase. The song phrases are varied between individuals and many include some mimicry of other birds. They sing from often prominent favoured song posts from February to June when they are holding a breeding territory but will often sing on a sunny winter's day. After the robin and the wren they are among the first to start singing in a dawn chorus. If it helps imagine him as a lounge lizard in his black attire relaxed confidently singing look at me in his soft dulcet tones. The clicking calls of blackbirds are some of the most familiar sounds of late afternoon throughout autumn and winter. Such calls are uttered primarily by resident territory holding birds and appear to have a territorial function asserting ownership at a time when other individuals are moving around ahead of going into roost. Another familiar call is a low-pitched kook-kook note, typically given through a closed bill and uttered as a nervous warning. This is a call that may be heard throughout the year, whenever an individual is in a situation where it feels somewhat uncomfortable. For example, I've heard the note given by female birds during nest building, when being watched and by an individual taking mealworms from a dish just a few feet from two observers. 
When an individual is alarmed, it produces a loud, chattering call that may, on occasion, be drawn out into a long, undulating screech. Startled individuals make the call when surprised and flush from cover. There is a good chance that you will have seen a nest of a blackbird at some stage during your life. Its outward appearance is perhaps a little bit scruffy, a large cup of grass and other plant material with a moderately deep cup. Such nests may be revealed during the winter months, once the trees and shrubs have lost their leaves, and many last into the following breeding season. One reason for this is the nest's robust construction. A layer of mud being used between the outer layer of grass and the inner layer of finer material used to line the cup. The nesting attempts of blackbirds and other species that nest in open nests often end in failure through inexperienced birds deserting the nest, cold weather and predation. In fact it is estimated that as many as 9 out of 10 nesting attempts end in failure. The smooth, glossy eggs are light greenish-blue, with reddish-brown spots, and approximately 29mm by 22mm. The female incubates the eggs by herself. After the young have hatched, they are fed by both parents. The blackbird feeds on insects and earthworms, taken from the ground, either by probing the ground, such as a lawn, or noisily turning over leaf litter with its bill. Like the song thrush, the blackbird often runs across the garden, pauses briefly before taking some food, then run back to cover. Unlike the song thrush, it rarely eats snails. Though there are increasing reports of blackbirds stealing snails that song thrushes have cracked open. More unusual food has included blackbirds taking tadpoles, newts and small fish. In autumn, they will often spend much time eating cotton Easter berries and windfall fruits, like apples, which they will aggressively defend from other birds. Blackbirds are attracted to most seed, fruit and suet mixtures when they're fed close to the ground, but our Peter and Paul infall song mix is an ideal food, specially blended to be a complete food for blackbirds, and as I said before, should be fed from the ground or a ground feeding tray, they won't use a hanging feeder. So if you'd like to help blackbirds, put a little bit of infall song mix in your garden. Peter and Paul Bird Foods are the UK's first wild bird mix, made with no compromise. There is no other commercial mix available with the uncompromising quality of Peter and Paul. Free from wheat and fillers, and guaranteed to attract the greatest abundance and diversity of birds to your garden. Peter and Paul seed mixes have also been blended with Nutravio, a unique natural seed coating that is a digestible energy source, which inhibits bacterial growth. This can help prevent birds from picking up common bugs, including Salmonella and E. coli. Many other seed mixes available contain filler seeds and other products that many of their favourite garden birds just don't eat. 
As much as 60-70% of a bag of birdseed can contain these filler seeds that end up uneaten and wasted on the ground, where it will likely rot, germinate or potentially attract garden pests like mice and rats. You will not find any of these filler seeds in a bag of Peter and Paul. Blackbirds in the UK are mostly resident, though a few do migrate to southern Europe for the winter. In the winter, our population also increases many-fold, up to 20 million, with birds migrating from Scandinavia and northern Europe. These can be identified by having a bit of a duller bill than their resident birds. The blackbird has an extensive range, estimated at 10 million square kilometres, and a large population, including an estimated 79 to 160 million individuals in Europe alone. Because of this, blackbirds are not believed to be approaching the threshold for the population decline criterion of the IUCN Red List, i.e. declining more than 30% in 10 years or 3 generations, and they are therefore evaluated as least concern. And in much of their range, populations are generally stable or increasing, but in the UK there have been local declines especially on farmland, which may be due to agricultural policies that encourage farmers to remove hedgerows, which provide nesting places, and to drain damp grassland and increase the use of pesticides, all of which could have reduced the availability of invertebrate food. Even more reason to put a little bit of Peter and Paul in your garden, and Peter and Paul in full song in particular. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. I hope you've enjoyed it. For further birds, please continue to check out Facebook and the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.